0: led over the water to the island of bliss, where the garden of paradise bloomed. The east wind took the prince in his arms and bore him over. The flowers and leaves there sang all the beautiful old songs of his childhood, but sang them more wonderfully than any human voice could sing them. Were these palm trees or giant water plants growing here? THE PRINCE HAD NEVER SEEN SUCH RICH AND MIGHTY TREES. THE MOST WONDERFUL CLIMBING PLANTS HUNG IN wreaths, SUCH AS WERE ONLY TO BE FOUND PICTURED IN GOLD AND COLORS ON THE MARGINS OF OLD BOOKS OF THE SAINTS, OR ENTWINED AMONG THEIR INITIAL LETTERS. IT WAS THE MOST EXTRAORDINARY COMBINATION OF BIRDS, FLOWERS, AND SCROLLS. CLOSE BY, ON THE GRASS, STOOD A FLOCK OF PEACOCKS, WITH THEIR BRILLIANT TAILS OUTSPREAD, "'Yes, indeed. It seemed so. But when the prince touched them he saw that they were not birds, but plants. "'They were big dock-leaves, which shone like peacock's tails. "'Lions and tigers sprang like agile cats among the green hedges, which were scented with the blossom of the olive, and the lion and the tiger were tame.' the wild dove glistening like a pearl beat the lion's mane with his wings and the antelope otherwise so shy stood by nodding just as if he wanted to join the game the fairy of the garden now advanced to meet them her garments shone like the sun and her face beamed like that of a happy mother rejoicing over her child She was young and very beautiful, and was surrounded by a band of lovely girls, each with a gleaming star in her hair. When the east wind gave her the inscribed leaf from the phoenix, her eyes sparkled with delight. She took the prince's hand and led him into her palace, where the walls were the color of the brightest tulips in the sunlight. The ceiling was one great shining flower, and the longer one gazed into it, "'the deeper the calyx seemed to be. "'The prince went to the window, "'and looking through one of the panes "'saw the tree of knowledge, "'with the serpent, "'and Adam and Eve standing by. "'Are they not driven out?' he asked, "'and the fairies smiled and explained "'that time had burned a picture into each pane, "'but not of the kind one usually sees. "'They were alive, "'the leaves and the trees moved, "'and the people came and went "'like the reflections in a mirror.' he looked through another pane and he saw jacob's dream with the ladder going straight up into heaven and angels with great wings were fluttering up and down all that had ever happened in this world lived and moved on these window-panes only time could imprint such wonderful pictures the fairy smiled and led him into a large, lofty room, the walls of which were like transparent paintings of faces, one more beautiful than the other. These were millions of the blessed who smiled and sang, and all their songs melted into one perfect melody. The highest ones were so tiny that they seemed smaller than the very smallest rosebud, no bigger than a pinpoint in a drawing. In the middle of the room stood a large tree with handsome drooping branches. Golden apples, large and small, hung like oranges among its green leaves. It was the tree of knowledge, of whose fruit Adam and Eve had eaten. From every leaf hung a shining red drop of dew. It was as if the tree wept tears of blood. Now let us get into the boat, said the fairy. We shall find refreshment on the swelling waters. The boat rocks, but it does not move from the spot. All the countries of the world will pass before our eyes. It was a curious sight to see the whole coast move. Here came lofty snow clad Alps, with their clouds and dark fir trees. The horn echoed sadly among them, and the shepherd yodelled sweetly in the valleys. Then banyan trees bent their long, droopy branches over the boat black swans floated on the water and the strangest animals and flowers appeared on the shore this was new holland the fifth portion of the world which glided past them with a view of its blue mountains they heard the song of priests and saw the dances of the savages to the sound of drums and pipes of bone the pyramids of Egypt reaching to the clouds with fallen columns, and sphinxes half-buried in sand next sailed past them. Then came Aurora Borealis, blazing over the peaks of the north. They were fireworks which could not be imitated. The prince was so happy, and he saw a hundred times more than we have described. Can I stay here always? he asked.